All right, Coach, this is exciting, obviously. Uh, we waited for a long time. Uh, we thought we were going to make it, but we were never totally sure. And then we end up sliding into that number five seed and hearing our name called on Sunday to go back to the NCAA tournament for the third straight year, fourth time ever. Just talk about, I guess, your emotions when you saw your name called getting that five seed after you were kind of sitting here practicing for the last couple of weeks, not really knowing if you were going to get in. Yeah, it was a... Uh... It was a strange, um, you know, two weeks that that we waited, because <clears throat> um, every other time we've been in, we knew right. we were in, and uh, we were able to make a, you know, uh, plans and, and everything. And this time, you know, waiting around not knowing was definitely different. And um, you know, so uh, it was it was a strange. Yeah. Uh, strange we, we really had you know the first week we were in exams um and graduation so we gave the kids off uh, for exams and, and graduation and came back last week and practiced uh, every day last week and tried to stay sharp in preparation for what we might see um we we the criteria that the NCAA uses, obviously, I, I was a, keeping a very close eye on that, at least what they publish that they use. And uh, we kind of knew there were a few scenarios that could happen that would allow us to get in. Obviously, one of those scenarios came to fruition uh, over the last two yeah. weekends and um, allowed us to get the five seed. And um, so that that was certainly exciting. But you know the uh, it was a tough tough week of practice just um, you know because I, I, I'm trying to think like a player uh, you know they're like man we're, we're practicing for this week not even sure if we're gonna play yeah. you know keeping their minds from wandering uh, keeping my mind from wandering a bit if I'm being honest with you uh, about the what-ifs and, and all the scenarios and uh, you know so um, things you know we kept a close eye on the Peach Belt tournament and yeah. that the game that eventually decided it for us didn't get done till three in the morning. And, you know, I, uh, you know, it started at around midnight and I knew that game had massive implications for us. And so I fell asleep, but, but set my alarm for 3 a.m. Yep. And uh, woke up and checked the score and saw it. And then had to wait Sunday um, for the official announcement. Um, you know, Sunday night. You know, we f we felt good about it based on the NCAA criteria. Yeah. Um, but you just never know until it's posted. And uh, obviously, a, a, a huge uh, sense of joy um, when we finally saw our name on there. Does it make it any more special? Because I don't. I guess don't people might not realize. Does it? Because the three previous times you get in the NCAA tournament, like you said, you knew you were in. You played your way in with an automatic bid. Does it make it any more special this time around that you get an at-large bid just based on what you guys have accomplished over the longevity of the season? Yeah, it does. Really does. It's a first for the program um, you know, to get an at-large, and um, you know. I think if you look at the four times that we've been, you and I have talked about this in previous uh, times that we've talked, but, you know, 2013, we kind of went into the regional kind of um, first time ever, kind of just happy to be there, mm -hmm. you know. We had made a run in the SAC tournament um, in 2013, but in mm -hmm. 17 and 18, I think I felt and our team felt like whether we had won the SAC tournament or not, we had a good enough team that mm. we deserved to be there. You know, we we, we were going to be competitive in those regionals. We deserved to be there anyway. 
Um, this is special for sure for the program, uh, for the, the continued evolution of our program to get in that large. And in the Southeast region, that only takes six, you know, um, and, you know, arguably for me, you know, definitely one of the top regions in the country uh, in terms of D2 baseball. And you only get three at-large bids um, out of the region because there's three AQs. And to get one of those um, says a lot, you know, about the year we've had and the players, uh, how well they've played. And um, definitely, definitely special when you put it in those terms. Um, you know, really happy for our guys, especially our seniors, that get to keep playing. Yeah, you're talking you – just, just looking quickly at the teams that – didn't miss out on a tournament based on that were in that running for at large elections. North Georgia, who was in the National Poll, USCA, can traditional powerhouse, Columbus State, a bunch of great teams that miss it. Um, and then you guys are in. I want to talk a little bit about the format. It's a new format this year, one that I think, and I'm sure that most of the coaches think, is, is a much better and much more competitive style of the format. Obviously, it's going to be a three, couple three-team regionals for the Southeast Regional, and then that all collides for whoever comes out of those two three-team regionals collide for a Super Regional. Yep. How do you feel about the format, and you know, does that change the approach at all? Or is, I assume it's probably – you still just roll out the, and it's still baseball. Yeah. Um, love the format. Um, the, the Southeast Region should have eight. Uh, should, if, if there's anybody that's important that is listening to this, um, I, I think it's a real – uh, crime that our region doesn't have eight because you look at a few of the teams that uh, were good enough to get in uh, that should have. Um, I'm hoping that will change, and you know I'm hoping that all eight regionals will go to eight teams. And, and it makes the most sense. It makes the most sense. So I doubt anyone from the NCAA is listening to me right now, but if they are, um, that's a crime. But the format itself, the two division regionals and then culminating in a super regional I love that um, I think it's uh, I think that's a good thing for D2 baseball and um, I'm excited about that and they've been talking about it for a couple of years and uh, so I, I love the format I agree with you as a travel student in the southeast region I've watched southeast region sports across the board and I always feel like it's if not the strongest, for certainly one of the strongest regions in all Division Two. So yeah, I agree with you that it's a travesty that only six teams are taken in baseball. Um, you mentioned the 2013 team. Obviously, there's parallels here, kind of in small parallels. In 2013, you had to go to Mount Olive, you had to open against Mount Olive in the first ever incident by tournament appearance in program history, and you draw Mount Olive for your first round game this year. Yep. Um, let's talk about Mount Olive a little bit. Yeah. What have you seen from this team and this short turnaround you've had here to kind of look at this team and what you got on, on your on deck for yourselves? Yeah, I, I think they've um, I think they've made an NCAA regional nine in the last ten years or eight in the last nine. Uh, I, I think from 2010 to 2017 they, they made it straight those eight years and then one year hiatus I think last year now we're back in so uh, just um, a perennial power um, that. You know, we're obviously getting together our scouting report on them. We haven't played them, and mm -hmm. uh, but certainly on paper, you know, anytime you get to this point in the year, you know, everybody you're going to play, every arm you're going to see is going to be very competitive, or they wouldn't have been the four seed in the southeast region. Mm -hmm. um, so they're they're the four seed in our region for a reason. Um, you know, a huge huge test for our program to play one of the you know the mainstays in our region. Um, 
uh, for for regional appearances and national championship not that long ago. Um, so huge test for our program. Looking forward to the, the opportunity to play them. Yeah, you talked, and I think they're also the host of the World Series. Are they not they are. the regular host of the World Series in mm-hmm. here? Yep. So obviously their their program is kind of surrounded by that and that kind of championship or bus mentality. So yeah. that's kind of the team you're facing here. Yeah, I mean, I think it's – you know, a program that we're looking at that we hope to one day get to that level, you know, in terms of consistency. Um, you know, I think, you know, it's going to be a good game Friday and we're going to be competitive in that game. Uh, that's not what I meant. What I meant was uh, the cons- long-term consistency that they've had in our region uh, and winning national titles. That's something that we're looking at saying, man, we hope we can get to that level of consistency over a 10, 15 year period. Yeah. And then you look at the rest of the regional, it's going to be hosted by North Greenville uh, in Tigerville, South Carolina, which is where you were last year. So there's familiarity there in terms of that playing surface, uh, that team and stuff like that. So obviously, you know, basically, no matter how things play out, you're going to get a chance against North Greenville, one of the top teams in the country. So not to look ahead, but, you know, obviously, what is the challenge of, obviously, you're, we talked about the Southeast region, and you're placed in the same regional side with one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, um, you know, I think the way that our team is looking at it um, is what an opportunity um, to play and go, if we get to through a regional and go to a super regional we will have earned it. Um, you have to go through, you know, number one team in the country. Um, you have to go through, you know, one of the mainstays in our region. Um, what a tremendous opportunity for us. And uh, I don't think our guys would want it any other way. We've got a, a competitive group. And, um, you know, to, to put ourselves in the position to earn it, uh, I think, is what all you could ever ask for. And if we get through region play, we will have earned it because – we will have to beat the number one team in the nation and another perennial top 20 program as well. So I think we're all looking at it as, as an exciting opportunity. How has the team kind of responded and where is the team at from how the South, South Atlantic Conference tournament went down? Obviously not the not the performance the team wanted there. Yeah. How have they responded kind of in this, I guess what you would say, time to, where they just sit back and – and reset everything. Yeah, I think, you know, the time off, um, obviously there's pros and cons to the time off between our conference tournament and the national tournament. The cons are if you're playing really well, um, staying sharp and and keeping momentum is the challenge, which, you know, uh, the first three times we've been in, that's kind of what we were looking at. How do we keep our mojo? You know, how do we keep our momentum? Because we've been playing very well. Um, this time through, though, you know, um, our last, whatever, uh, five, six games that we played, I don't think we played up to the standard, uh, up to what we're capable of playing. Mm-hmm. And I think um, the time off was probably welcomed. We, we hit the mental reset button and tried to focus on the team we were prior to our last five, six games, right. which was a pretty good one. Um, and... So I think it's given us a chance to hit the reset button, catch our breath, get a few guys healthy. You know, that, that, you know there's a, every team in the country is not 100% at the end of the year. So there's a chance to rest up a bit and get a little closer to 100%. So I, I think this year the break was welcomed in mm-hmm. terms of 
you know, getting that so we can go in with a little bit more of a fresh mindset uh, into the game one regional. Like you said, you're not that far removed from where you were playing really, really good baseball. So yeah. the margins are obviously slim. Yeah. So what have you guys done to kind of go back to and rediscover what it was maybe before, I guess, game two of that Newberry series? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, leading up to game two of the Newberry series, I think we had won six out of seven conference games against really good teams. I mean – um, you know, you look at Wingate, who's in the region pole, and yeah. we swept them at home. And then two out of three against Tusculum was a really good club. They were, you know, I think they might have been a 30 game winner this, this year, too, mm-hmm. or close to it. Um, and then beat Newberry, and they hadn't been beaten in uh, a while and only lost three conference games. So, and then, you know, uh, we lose game two at Newberry, and I think that took the wind out of us a bit, and then mm-hmm. we just didn't show up senior day game three of that series just we were no show there and um i think that was a little bit of a carryover um into the conference tournament where we took it took the wind out of our sails that last weekend because we knew we were playing for a championship and then uh once newberry won it <clears throat> then you know and i think that's my fault scott to be honest with you um with if you know if we're the wind coming out of our sails like that and not Rebounding, I don't think I did a very a good enough job preparing our team. So um, we've just kind of reflected on all the great things that we've done this year, mm-hmm. and then the team we have been for a large part of the year, and focused on that, and just tried to get back to being that team. Um, and uh, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see on Thursday what we got. Yeah, I, last question I got for you yeah. here is obviously you're rolling into the opening game of the NCAA tournament, which in my opinion, and I assume your opinion, is one of the best pitchers in the country. And he's on a real groove right now. Last time we saw him pitch Ethan Elliott, so you got to feel good about your chances going into that game against Mount Olive. Yeah, I mean, Ethan's always going to give you a chance. He's going to be competitive, no doubt about that. I mean, he's, his stuff uh, is good, but very focused, intense kid when he's out on that mound. And, and he's always going to give you a chance to compete. So we're looking forward to that. But, you know, I also feel that way about – a lot of the other guys on our pitching staff too you know um when they're right uh they're going to give you a chance and so we're going to need um a lot of people to step up if we want to accomplish what we think we can accomplish um it'll have to be more than just one or two guys you know everybody on our pitching staff and really you look at the conference tournament our, our starting pitchers gave us competitive starts. Yeah. You know, just our, our offense didn't show up and, and defense either. Um, and so it, our pitchers gave us a chance in the conference tournament. Um, just our position players were kind of a no-show uh, for, for the weekend. So we need them to be better, and we need guys to step up, just play to their capabilities, play to their, you know, close to their ceiling. I don't think they got to do anything superhuman for us to go in and win a regional. They just need to play a lot closer to their potential than we did in the conference tournament. Well, Coach, best of luck over in the NCAA tournament. Thanks.